Hey guys, it's Chris. ABC's next season's Bachelorette, but instead of giving out roses, I'm giving out dildos. Oh my god, <laughs> Will you accept this dildo? Yeah. I want at least four before I leave. <laughs> and this is Trent. I'm pushing 30, flirty, and thriving. Yes! Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this is the season finale of Mask, Mask for Mask. Womp womp. Because I don't like season finales. Oh, the baby voice is I'm back. not into it. I hate that we do that. <laughs> but I'm not happy that it's the season finale. Shout out to Kelsey. Because she was saying after listening to that episode, she's like, the baby voice was stuck in my head all day. <laughs> we love Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Oh, we love you. Oh my gosh. Okay, so how's everything? Good. Um, yeah. Just like doing your thing. Yeah, she's feeling good. She's, she's feeling, feeling yeah. energy. Yes, feeling yes, good. Yes, yes, yes. Zone. Yes. Aries. Mercury can't <laughs> fuck with me. Yes. Um, it is almost our birthday month. Yes, watch out. I know. Aries season <laughs> is upon us. It's going to be our month. It is month. coming. Yeah. yeah, it's coming. Really. Oh my God. Are you feeling it? Do you feel that? Yeah, I smell it. It's, okay. It starts next week, you know? <laughs> What's the smell? Tell me about Just it. Just fierceness. <laughs> Uh, Aries starts the zodiac, okay? So we're basically Trent setters. Yeah, oh, yes. Oh. So uh, now trending. Funny story. Very nice. <laughs> so, very funny story. So, I um, was looking up a guy I'm talking to oh, and everything. On. I was, I don't know why, but a I just finally said a boy. <laughs> uh, but I was, I looked up, we are, um, Compatibility. Zodiac. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And I usually don't do that, but oh. I just felt this weird We're different urge. people. <laughs> well, see, like, yeah, that's because I, because like, I know that, like, you, <laughs> do you look it up for every guy that you meet? If, if there's potential, I'm like, all okay. right. And real asterisk, then back to you. Yeah. I only use it as, like, an additional lens. I'm right. not like, this is truth. This is 100%. Yeah, yeah. Same with, like, tarot. Same with, like, any, like, energy yeah. modalities. Because you. when I read something, I, like, get... I, I think about it again in my head, yeah. you know, so I try and I don't do that. So, but I saw, I felt this urge to do it with this guy I'm talking to and I looked it up and we're just like very compatible, oh. which is, which is interesting because like Aries are, Oh yeah. Difficult to compatibility wise. They can't be, yeah. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like totally. when you read different mm-hmm. ones, like different, uh, di- two different signs with Aries, it's always like, you're almost too fiery for yeah. them and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, but yeah. this one was like a good, re- a good, I mean, this is a Google search as yeah. well. But I mean, it was like uh, the articles I read were like yeah. really positive. And I was just like, oh, Trent was going to like that. Yeah. So anyway, oh, I, I love that. Random tangent. Let's, uh, let's get his uh, natal chart and then we'll really <laughs> get him deep. I'll be like, now who is he when he's by himself? His, what's his moon? I'm just going to have you have dinner with yeah. him. If we get serious, I'm going to yes. dinner with him. And then like, I'm just going to let you like. Perfect. Say no more. Yeah, bed and through. Consider yeah. it handled. Thank you. Until <laughs> Olivia be of Zodiac <laughs> of Astrology. I love that. Amazing. Okay. We are ready to get into this cute little episode of season finale. <sighs> yes. We are going to be doing Q&Gay gay <laughs> with us. So we put on Instagram. We asked you to send in questions. Mm-hmm. We haven't looked at them. And this is our first time yeah, looking at them. So. Uh, Insta gay or Insta blackout yesterday, like had us feeling some sort of way. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> We're a little stressed. Yeah. So Chris and I could just go back and forth, answer them both, or maybe just single, whatever we're feeling. Yeah. So. Okay. So I'll go ahead and start. Okay. <clears throat> the first one is from Not Faith or Joey. Sorry, Hope. I almost messed up your name. I went to Europe with you. It's Hi, fine. Hope. Hi, Hope. What artists slash writers slash performers inspire you to push yourselves? Ooh. My, like, go-to is Janelle Monáe. Yeah. I love that. Writer is Chuck Palahniuk. I wrote, like, Choke, Fight Club, Beautiful Monster, my favorite author. Um, Performers, I would say, like, most of RuPaul's drag race cast. I think it's really inspiring for people to do something out of the usual, but make a career out of it. I'd say, like, Willem, you know, Hope. You heard next door. (laughs) What about you? Um, So, I don't... Writers... I think I think like uh, anyone that writes for GQ, all the writers I always yes. love their language. Um, artists and performers, 
Jesse J is the first person that comes oh to my mind. God. Bang Bang Sister. I, yeah. She just has one of those like stories and voices that I would love a lot. Uh, Whitney Houston is also a big one. Oh, classic. Because she just kind of like, I grew up with Beyonce. That. I should have said that. Uh, well, and, oh, yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah, you did miss Beyonce. <laughs> well, I, for whatever reason, I was like, oh, queer artist. Oh, 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 but oh. I, that's not the okay. question. Right. right. So, well, and then my last one was Cynthia Erivo. That's like, she does, she did the color purple. Oh, Revi- not revival, but she did like the, the newer musical, the musical yeah. that just got released, and she did a couple movies, and she's doing a Harriet Tubman move, Harriet Tubman movie, and so I just love her oh. and her, and like she's gorgeous mm. and black, and she just is, she yeah. just inspires me a lot. Yay. I love like watching her stuff. So those are three that I go for. Okay, thanks. So. So this one's from my good friend from school, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. I'm obsessed with her. But she said, top three of your fuck it list, beside, for them, in in parentheses, besides me, obvi. Well, if you're off the table, (laughs) I'll have to think of three others. Uh, Oh, like, that's a tough one. Top three fuck it list. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh. I'm so attracted to him. It's not even funny. Just want a good time with him. Um... Ooh. Um, I would say Matt Bomer for me. Good. I good, talked good. about him on enough. brand. On also brand. Ricky Martin. Oh my gosh. On I brand. Was, on brand. I was forgot his name. And then I'd say my third one would be like uh, David and Victoria Beckham, like a two. Friend. Oh, ooh. Just because like Absolutely. growing up, that was like, oh my go gay for is David Beckham. I'm like, sis, you're just gay, but it's fine. <laughs> So that's just top of my head. I like that a lot. Um, can change at any moment. Nick, moment. I have another one. It's where I guess Nick Lachey, early 2000s. He was really doing it for me. <laughs> so I'm going to put that on the list. And then also young Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> you and fucking Abraham Lincoln. He is so hot. Oh, I, I am sticking to that like glue. He is Foin. Okay, they need to do like a biopic of Abe and have him just marry Chris. And I'm going to choose a person that is casted for that role because I have some thoughts. All right, well, before we get too heated, yeah. let's move on. Um, up next is from Gabriel, who Chris just met at dinner. Hi. Yes, we met at Zipos and it was a yeah. pleasure to meet you. Yes, all right. What do you do to get out of a funk? That's a really good question. That is a good question. Um, it kind of depends on what the root of the funk is for me. Um, but I also think it's important. One thing that I've really been trying to embrace lately is the complexity of emotion and feeling and not being so hard on yourself if you are in a funk to just like, just say, that's all right. Like eventually I'll get out of it and kind of be more patient with yourself. Yeah. Um, Because my tendency is like, oh, I always have to be happy. I always have to be on. Um, Last episode, I talked a little bit about like sad boy time. Yeah. Um, That actually helps. It kind of like alleviates like that collection or culmination of maybe funkiness. Um, But I I think overall, like music is a really big thing for me. So Mm -hmm. music can help um, some type of expression, whether it's writing or painting or dancing or yeah, just anything that like helps my like body get up and going and and release some of that creative energy. Um, Yeah. and And then I would just say like. If if I'm really like wanting to like push myself hard to get out of a funk rather than just kind of sit in the feeling, I would say like getting out and doing stuff. Yeah. Um, eating good food, drinking, etc. So and so when I met Gabe, he told me about his question and he told me that it's because he just kind of feels very stuck indoors just with the with because Utah oh, weather is Utah. just so you can mm-hmm. and like he's an outdoors and he he likes to be outdoors and, and I like to be outdoors too and and I think that but like I think in the general term of sense of the word funk I think for me my big thing is like I just always like my first thing I always do is I go to the gym and I just sweat it all yeah. out like I just sweat out like I get those endorphins going but kind of to what Trent was saying last episode and just also when I thought about it it rings really true I think also accepting and just kind of not living in the sadness, but right. living living in it and just like taking time to reflect. And, you know, you don't have to be happy. You don't have to fake it, you know, and just kind of having that sad boy time. I think that yeah. really I think it really does help. 
and but then like also you know you have to remind yourself it's like you're gonna get out of it and that, exactly and and I think that to combat the Utah dr- gloom and doom of the weather outside <laughs> I would yeah. think getting out and doing stuff you know like even though the outside is pretty terrible, there's always events going on. All you have to do is just totally. like search for them. And they're, you know, some are expensive, some are free, some are mm-hmm. really going to be small and a little bit out there. But I think, again, it's that idea of just like taking a friend or going by yourself and just going and doing stuff and kind of exposing yourself. I really love going to art. Yeah. studios yeah there's so many in utah and yeah. so many where we live and i think that like just taking a walk around and mm-hmm. talking to an artist who's just Love showing that. off their work that's really helpful yeah. so and and i would say if you have the resources therapy um yeah. <clears throat> i get yeah. like mild seasonal depression in utah and so my therapist is really great for that and I feel really lucky, but I also recognize my privilege with that. So yeah. it's not as accessible for everyone because mental health isn't a priority yet. But yeah. Yeah. I think those are great ideas. Those are some yeah, great ideas. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Kate. I love that question. So this one is, next question is from uh, Benjamin Beals, who is one of my favorite Instagram people I follow. Oh, yeah. He's just, he, he just recently cut his hair and I know he's kind of sad oh. about it, but he's killing the new We cut. love a nice fresh haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so his question is, what? What's your funniest first date story? And I just like, and it's funny that this is season finale because I just flashed back to our first season when we talked about first yeah, dates. Yeah, I was going to say that And one. when I almost got kidnapped or something like that or some sort of taken situation. I was going to have to Liam Neeson this shit so hard. But my latest first date story, and I wanted to talk to you about this, but I was, t- I was on a date. And we were tough and we were having a really good conversation. He told, I told him I graduated in political science. He was like, and he was like, what do you think about political climate? So we were having this really great back and forth. And then to finish the conversation, he said, you know, I just really miss my chocolate thunder. I was like, are you talking about President Barack Obama? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I just, and I immediately was like, you can't call like you can't no. I, was like, I was like I feel like it really just kind of like and I said like I was like I think it demeans President Obama's work he yeah. did if you just call him chocolate and he's like I don't mean it like that he's just sexy and hot and if no. I was gonna have a threesome I'd have it with President Obama and Bill Clinton and oh, I was wow. like what two two left turns we were in right <laughs> right then to finish out the conversation he mm-hmm. basically explained to me that Hillary Clinton was nothing not a political <gasps> figure oh. It wasn't without without Bill Clinton's cheating. Oh, um, like she wouldn't have been the person she is, like the infamous uh, without her. uh, Yeah, right. Oh my God. The day ended quickly, and I have not spoken to him since. Wow, I'm sweating. Yeah, not in a good way. Yeah, I'm like, I went like, I like, like, what's his number? I just want to talk. I I was like, I was like, literally, my eyes were wide. I was like, I have to go. It was so bad. Um, well, I have a few. (laughs) (laughs) Going through the Rolodex. Let's see, which one do I want? The Rolodex. Um, all right. So listen, listen to our, our date one from season one. Yeah, Cause yeah. I talk about one with my, uh, my really good friend, Ashley, we dated for a while, but our first date was kind of the production on my end, <laughs> like ice skating. Cause I, you like, oh, cause we you did it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just really like, yeah. You want to have a good first yeah, date? Yeah. I would still go on a first date with Ashley yeah. like that. Um, I think the funniest kind of same uh, vibe, just really uncomfortable. <sighs> I, Okay, it was in the summer, like cute little short shorts, like yes. little like Beyonce shirt, just feeling myself, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, so we're going to a coffee shop. That's why I'm like casual, great. Yeah. He comes like 40 minutes late, but is like, keeps like texting me like, I'm almost there. Like, oh my gosh, my flat tire. Oh, I have to fill it up. And he would like send me pictures and I'm just like, wow, this is a lot. So he gets there and makes like this off comment about like me not being like that well dressed. And I was just like, oh, uh, <laughs> he had, like a button up or like whatever. Right. And I was just like, we're at a coffee shop. Then he like pulls out like these chalkboards and is like wanting me to like write a quote and like decorate it while we're talking. And I was just like, what is going on? And then he was just like making all these weird comments like about like like politics and like trying to be like this anarchist but then i'd like try to de- like de- 
dive in a bit, but it it was just like really uncomfortable. He does a wardrobe change midway through the like the date. Like, to what? Like a little crop top. And I was like, work. Awesome. And he was just like, oh, do you like it? Like lots of validation. And I was just like, this is a lot of emotional energy. Was he going somewhere? I don't know. I think he had a backpack full of little tricks. So the day is weird. He's making these like super weird off comments to me. And I was just like, oh my God, what's happening? And I was like, normally I would leave, but I'm like, I just need to see where this is going to go. Right. Yeah. And then he makes like a comment about like me being like one of those gays who always get this haircut. And I was like, what, what is that? What is that? does that mean right anyway so just lots and lots of comments like that and then i was like okay i'm kind of uncomfortable now like right. this is weird so i was like hey i gotta go i have a haircut appointment later <laughs> like, <this thing. laughs> and he's like okay well can i show you something really funny and i was like what kind of funny he's like well it's kind of gross and i was like well and i'm getting ready to say no and he pulls out i kid you not a used condom <gasps> from his backpack. <gasps> and he goes, Trap was really wild last night. And I was like, Ew. What? No. What? I was like, That's gross. I gotta go. Bye. Anyway, looking at it now, it's like this really like weird, funny thing. What the that I'm like, Fuck. The boldness of someone to pull that out in a coffee shop. I was like, Wow. Anyway, ooh, ooh. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. I realized the question was funniest. I not want weirdest. his number. To, <laughs> I have a couple questions as well. Well, more like a lecture. Yeah. What yeah. gives you like to pull a dirty used condom in front of? Oh, girl. I have, I have a follow up story. I saw him at trap later. I'll tell you about. Oh my gosh. Okay. 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 Our next question comes from, and I'm sorry if I say your name wrong. It's Aline. Aline. Okay. Yes. Aline. Hi, Aline. We went. To, we worked at American Eagle oh, okay. like years sorry. ago. I am I obsessed like, with her. I was like, sorry, I don't know you. Um, come, let, let's hang out, Aline. She's yeah. gorgeous and I love her. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yes. Okay. How do you know if an ex is still worth revisiting? I'm serious. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the icky ones. Okay. Oh. I have some thoughts. I, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you go first. Okay. Yeah. I would just say, because um, I have some exes in my life that I like really still care for. Yeah. And I would say like the reasoning for like you parting ways or breaking up, like if it was amicable and like both of you were just kind of like, it's just not working right now. <clears throat> if those reasons are no longer there, then it might be worth revisiting. Like, right. let's say, like, someone's like, you know, I really want to work on my spirituality this yeah. year, and I really feel like it's a personal journey. I'm just not in a place. And then they go through this, like, transformation, and, like, they kind of come back and are like, hey, like, I'm at a better place, Yeah. as an example. Um, so I would say, like, if, if, like, your goals or, like, your understanding of what relationships are is more aligned now then i would say revisit it what yeah i think that my i think see this one's tough for me because in my head i think that i've since i moved down here i've i revisited a lot of different relationships that i had in the past and i think that yeah i think that i think that there is a big difference uh and you can tell that when the person has changed or grown up. Mm -hmm. But I also think there is the idea like you guys were just in different chapters of your totally. life and you had to get through those to get, you know, yeah. beforehand. So, yeah, I agree with you. I, I I will just keep it short. I think what Trent is says is super true. I think that <clears throat> in a world where you revisit it and it doesn't work out, I think that there is a like you can you can put a seal on it and yeah. be like, all right, that was good to know. Pack and I think that kind of helps. Great. But I think that at the same time, playing the what if game is can get really damaging. Damaging. So even if it is like a simple and if they're of course this is if they're comfortable with it as well. But if they're if you're if you're okay with having a conversation yeah. and just like need need to get things out, I also think that's yeah. the a, a a good option. Not maybe not the best, but I think it's like something yeah. to look into because that's the thing is like I've had a conversations about like what happened and maybe I we need, you didn't explain the breakup the best. We wanted things to get off your chest. Right. And I think that helped both of us in a lot of sense of the word. So, yeah. 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 Just I don't think, get too hung up on it. Right. Don't overthink it. If it's right, it's right. If it's not like it yeah. won't be. And like I'm a I'm a person who very much believes in like destiny and like things mm -hmm. are going to work out. And but also I 
do believe in there's going to be more than one person out there that's right for you. I think uh, love and relationships are all about agreement and coming to a place where you both want to work on it. Yeah. So if if you two are are both wanting to work on it, yeah, give it another crack. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work out like you said. Meh. And just remember that you're doing it for the right reasons. You're not being impatient because you want to be in love or right. you want to be and that and it's the easier route because you know the person. Make sure that's because you actually think that it's worth revisiting. Right. Yeah. But, Just get yeah. to the root of it. Mm-hmm. Love that. 100%. Okay, next one. Okay, this one is from our... This bitch. Our, <laughs> I was going to say main girl. Our oh main my gosh. Squeeze. Zachary Vaughn. Hi. Scam. Hi, baby. Okay. A little wee ho-ho. Yes. Oh, I miss you so much. Okay, <laughs> this question is, if you could completely change your life and money's on an issue, what would it look like? Oh. Shit. Okay, I'm going to get real change cheesy. your life? Okay. Gonna, I want to change the things that, because if I did, we might not be in each other's lives. Aww. Okay, but now I'm the real. <laughs> okay, let's sleep. Maybe I would go to, like, Pepperdine, or maybe I would pay my way into, like, an Ivy League, like the celebrities. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe I would move abroad and learn Spanish and fall in love with a Spaniard man. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, if I could change completely, I think I would probably explore my artistic yeah, side a little that, bit more. I was going to say that. I like, think like theater or like going to like a, an art school of some yes. sort would be kind of incredible. Um, Figure out how I could like make the stars align so I'd become best friends with Janelle Monet and then we yeah, actually yeah, have yeah. Like, a, like a pop group rather than just her solo. So it's like <laughs> Janelle and Trent, J T, J and T, T and J, whatever. Yeah. I made it on Glee yes. all, all seven seasons. Um, and yeah, starring so, in Broadway. Yeah, and starring Broadway. I, I think that would just be the one thing I would yeah. change. Like my, I go to like an art school and I would explore that side of me a little bit more. Yes, but uh, I mean, like I love my life. I do too. Yeah. I, everything has been. Pretty damn good. So. Yeah, have you seen <clears> the <throat> Star is Born? That's what I was trying to recreate. <laughs> I'm Allie. Except the dying. Yeah. Oh, oh, spoiler. Yeah, Sorry. spoiler. Well, it's like a remake Sorry, of Bradley. a remake of a yeah, remake. Yeah, that's fair. But like, I would date Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I would like have my face on a... He just throws like, you at the local drag show. Why did you do that, do that? Yeah, I'm singing La Vie en Rose. Like, yeah, that's what I want. If money's not if money's not about yeah exactly yeah. okay our next that. one from our OG original fan <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Stu Crew our girl oh my god we live okay this one okay you know the answer for me what is one city in the world you haven't been but want to visit Do I Des Moines Iowa oh yeah <laughs> Oh, wait, we do. <laughs> we do need to visit that. Okay, like, I need to for as much as I talk about it. It has oh, to happen. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But yeah. what's, like, another city? What's but another like, place? Another one? Yeah. Um, I really want to go where the people are. I I'm not sure. Ooh. Um, what about you? Let I me mean, think. all of Italy essentially <laughs> is where Italy, I'm at. the, the city. whole boot. Yeah, the whole that's boot. that's the, that's like that's. I love it. I haven't been there yet. Uh. Um, so that's like one that I really want to go to. But I also yeah, really, I also Lucy McGuire moment. I really need that moment. When I was there, I was to me, Paolo. I literally, <laughs> I was on the Spanish stats, and I was like, Paolo. <laughs> Really, it was a moment. We're good. Yeah, I need, I need that. I also really want to go to India. Yes, I That's was gonna like, say. Yeah. I was gonna say like, I, I, I'm debating between um, New Zealand, good one, a city. I'm not well, like a a city within New Zealand, right? Um, just because. So my my father went on a Mormon mission there, and I was like, that could be fun to like connect with him in that way. Yeah. I don't know. That seems silly sometimes to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I, again a privileged moment. Like I've I've been able to travel a lot, and so I've been able to see some really cool places. So. Um. Yeah, I, I'm like open. Stu, where do you want us to go? Yeah, Stu, tell us. You tell us. Des Moines. We'll come yeah. to Des Moines and we'll fly somewhere cool. Yeah, I bet we've both been to San Diego, but we'd come visit you. So, <laughs> yeah, you're still there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like trying to remember our messages. Okay, okay, okay. We love you, Stu. Hi, hi, Stu. So this next one is from a bromo, actually, oh, of our of our uh, fraternity. Oh my goodness. Hi, Patrick. Okay, so he says. I want to find the love of my life, but I hate using the apps. Tell me what to do. Girl, same. I know. Oh, my gosh. That's the thing. So my thought about it is that, Ugh. like, 
you don't have a choice. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, it's like, that. unfortunately in my, just in my experiences and, and maybe, and Pat, you live in California right now and you lived in New York before, so it's different than Utah. But like in my experiences, there just really isn't a way around it. But I will say that you, I mean, this is obviously a very obvious statement, but like you control what you do on these apps yes. and you can create your own narrative about yeah, it. Like totally. there's, there's no shame and there shouldn't be anyone who does can just like suck eat. my dick. Literally. <laughs> just kidding. No, like Tyra oh, Bates. Yeah. yeah. Like, kiss my yeah. Anyone who shames yeah. or, or gives you crap or gives you some sort of grief about laugh. dating or meeting someone on an app, yeah. it, it, it's not that's not the right way you do it. Yeah. Like I think that behind what you're saying is that you're ashamed that you're you're hesitant because it's shameful yeah. to meet to potentially meet the love of your life or some or someone you need to connect with on an app. And I think that there is no shame in that and it's 2019 we need to just like accept that fact and I think that that if you can get down that mentality and accept that yeah. part, I think that's going to make a huge difference for you yeah and I also would say um, one thing that I really struggle with is going into that experience with an open mind as well yeah um, every time I like delete my apps and then I like go to reload them. I'm like, oh, they're going to be the same. And they are the same experience. <laughs> and I shouldn't be surprised because that's like the energy that I'm taking into it. Right. right. Um, and, and to Chris's point, like everything we do is on apps now. Like yeah. my bank, like parking, paying my car, like every single thing that I do is app related. So we shouldn't be surprised that. Dating is, dating on, is also there. Too, yeah. So I think it's just managing expectations, creating your own story, like Chris said. Um, but we're all in it together. Seriously. Patrick, move to Salt Lake. Let's do this. Patrick, please. <laughs> I've been, oh, I miss you so much. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, that's what, that's what I would say. All right. The next one is from CJ. He's a fellow Utah gay. He has abs of steel. I'm incredibly proud of him. Uh, worst, <laughs> yes. Me too. Yeah. It's fulfilling. <laughs> uh, worst hookup experience, laugh, cry, emoji. <sighs> Again, where do I begin? <laughs> I know. This is how, like all of them. No, no. I'm just kidding. Um, I'll tell a quick one. So I used to live down south at like a Midvale area. And I was in some townhomes on the G, on the grinder, and this, like, daddy, like, messages me. It's late. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll take the hook, like, bait, same point, whatever, fishing reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, like, where do you live? And he's like, oh, I'm in this complex. I was like, oh, like, that's where I live. Like, I'll just walk. So I'm walking. It's, like, 2 a.m. I'm walking, like, down the street of, like, our little, like condo like townhome uh-huh. uh, complex and I'm walking and all of a sudden I hear like hey and I like turn around and he's like po- like poking out of his door and I was like oh god so I was like already starting yeah off. yeah like kind of like that rocky yeah so I go in he like takes me upstairs all of the lights are off in his house except some like candles upstairs in his bedroom and I was like okay a little weird yeah it's 2 a.m but this is your house right like i felt like very like <laughs> why is this like, like pictures yeah of, like, like him why <laughs> for like anyway but then he like turns on a light and i was like a hundred percent like a different person on i was just like oh those were like really younger photos oh and i was just like uh, but i was like i was a little bit younger then and i didn't know how to like really communicate like oh my so i was like whatever whatever it's fine it's just sex so like we start having sex like or i should say we start making out and then he just like flips me over and i was like great like we're gonna like warm it up a little foreplay (laughs) just like shoves it in and i was like (gasps) oh god and i like i was like kind of like like really loud and i was like i just gotta go bye and he's like is this something i did i was like i'm leaving yeah yeah so that's like when that comes to mind, I'm like mm. a second person I need to lecture. Yeah, I know. Get the really? list. Yeah, it was it was not a good one. Yeah. So that week I was determined to find another like really good one, and I did. So oh, made up for girl, it. Made up but for that it. guy, <laughs> yeah, that was me spitting <laughs> dead to me. <laughs> 
don't ever shove it in without loose or warming the person up. And telling them. You don't bake cookies in a cold oven. Well said. That was Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, seriously. Put that on a t-shirt. I need that on a t-shirt. All the bottoms. I'm making that a t-shirt for five years. Yeah. Okay, so my worst one was, so I guess I can tell a story now because we reconnected and we have have reconciled. (laughs) Listener of the podcast, younger. We were a bit younger, but one time I was like down here, uh, I was like from Logan, was down here or something. Coming down. And some guy was visiting for another thing and he's like, come to my hotel room. I was like, okay, great. So I met up with him. So we're making out and like we're you know making out. We have our clothes on. I have we have our shirts off. We, our yes. jeans are on. A little jean jamming. Yeah, a little jean jamming. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jean yeah. jamming, literally. Just so we were that. so we were kind of like bump. We were kind of like rubbing ugly through the pants and making out. And then all of a sudden, he like just stops making out with me. Oh. And I was like, okay. And he's like, he's like, and he's like, uh, I am so sorry. And I was like, what? And he kind of stands up and he has already can come. Yeah. Oh my god. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Bro, what that mouth did. I was was like, okay. And he was like, and you know, like men after they have, have sex, have sex, they were, he was like, uh, well, sorry about that. I guess I'll just see you later. Um, hi, I'm not done. I, so I'm, I'm laying there. Mind you, like it's on my jeans too. Oh. And I'm just like laying there and I'm I like, I wash it down okay. like once a week, sir. So I like go to the bathroom and I just like brush it off essentially. And then he was like, and he was just super uncomfortable and weird. And he was like, yeah, my, my, my coworker's going to be here soon. So you got to go. And I just got kicked out. And so I left and I was just like mortified well i was just like Ew. upset like who do what? i know this person no okay but i was very I upset was like, that <laughs> cracking my knuckles yeah like <laughs> i was very upset like <laughs> i was like man or woman it takes two people to tango and if you're done dancing and they're not you keep dancing till they're done too damn it Good it takes hell. two to make a thing go round seriously right? i was very i was like mm. very upset that was like my first moment where someone just like <sighs> and i was just kind of like wasn't even courteous just like let me <laughs> have at it but whatever uh, so, so anyway, rude it was so rude okay okay <clears throat> what's the next one chris my next question is or the next question is from uh s mitch 1185 and his name is mitch and he's wonderful i was gonna say schmitch schmitch <laughs> schmitch but he's Mitch great. 1185. Hi, Mitch. Um, he says, what are your thoughts on gay men obsession with getting affirmation through Instagram? Um, heavy. Or not heavy. I mean, we kind of, we did an episode on it a little bit. Yeah, and I talked about it with Curtis days. a little bit, too. Um, I just think, I, I would take away, like, the gay men's obsession, and I would just say everyone's obsession. Um, I will say, like, the, kind of the thirst trap or, like... You know, gay men are like posting like more like uh, like less clothes yeah. in their photos, or you know, kind of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I hope that in some way it's fulfilling for them and that it's going to make them happy. Uh, but <laughs> as my therapist says, it's not going to. Um, you really have to be working on internal validation. Um, to mm-hmm. be like your truest, most happy self. And so when you're looking for that externally, that's fine. And I think everyone does it. I do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone I know does it. Yeah. And I would argue every single human. But if that's all you're relying on, that's where I would say turbulence ahead. Step like, back and rethink. Yeah. It's like, it, I, I would say like the important aspect of what I'm trying to say is that you need to be able to balance like where your validation is coming from internally uh, and, and if that's enough on its own, because if it's not, that's where it's going to get kind of rocky, like I was saying. Yeah, see, we talked, Mitch, I know we talked about this because he was talking about how uh, it wasn't, it wasn't his, he does that. He was being, his he, his friends that he was with totally. traveling were like yeah. getting lots of pictures and whatnot. Yeah. Which I, which I 100% understand. But again, I think that like when you look at that and you see that. Because my thing is that I can't let it get to my head and I can let mm-hmm. Instagram and social media easily get into my head. But kind of what, you know, the episode I did with Curtis, he kind of made this analogy about him when he's doing things for the wrong reasons, he doesn't do it. Right. Um, I think that's where I would probably say the same thing is that like if you feel like you're doing or you're posting or you're taking pictures or you're putting yourself into situations because you want right. that validation, then you should probably just not do it. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of just the rule of thumb that I've stuck with for a while and it's really been helpful. And I think that kind of 
I don't know. I think when I do post things and I, what I hope anyway is that people think it's because I yeah. post it for the, the good reasons. Just a little sprinkle on top. Right. Yeah. And then so that's so I think that's kind of where I would go with that. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks yeah. for that question. Thank you. Mitch. I love that, Mitch. <laughs> All right. Austin Allen. Hey, girl. We work together. <laughs> And he's asking me, kinkiest thing you've ever done. <laughs> Please don't listen to this at work. He's also got like a zipper emoji, a sweating emoji, and a foot emoji. So All let's right. dig into that. Yeah, so fun. We there. love that. Yes. Uh, well, I have a really great... And actually... Zach's next question. Zach was all up in our grill. We love you. Hi, Zach. Um, is your best sex story. So I'm going to combine the two, okay? okay. Um, I had a shower daddy, as I fondly refer to him as. And he would, like, text me, for instance, like, on a Sunday at noon and say, my house, 4 p.m., don't be late. And so I was there early, punctual. <laughs> I, like, went... Through the side door, because that's where I normally go when I, we're, like, watching a movie or whatever. Go in. He's like, what the fuck do you think you're doing in my house? Like, grabs me by a shirt, like, throws me down. It's just, like, really rough, hot sex. Oh he, like, tells me to go into his bedroom. He comes in, ties me up, blindfolds me. <laughs> like, oh teases the shit. Like, oh, my God. It was so hot. Then, like, fucks me. Then we go into the shower. Oh we have sex. Then we go back into his bed and have more sex. It was like, it was hot. It was it a lot was of like bondage. A lot of blind, like a lot of teasing. So I would say that. Or <laughs> there's more. Yay. Once upon a time, when I was a little closeted gay boy up at Utah State, um, I gave somebody roadhead when we were going to pick up a like a prescription from the pharmacy at Walgreens. Oh, like, not that kinky, but like kind of like voyeurism. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm on the same line of yeah. voyeurism. So I've gone hiking once and we just kind of went off the beaten path a little oh. bit and then we just beat like off. buddies. Yeah. <laughs> and it was incredible. And I, and that was like one of the hottest things I've ever done in my entire life. The other thing I've done. Yeah. Oh, this is a twofer. I, should, I don't know if I should tell people this. Oh. Oh, okay, well, you I'll, have I'll to just go over. Okay, you have to now. so I was having sex and it was As doing one great. Does. Yeah, and I was we were in a certain position and I was kind of feeling kinky and a little yeah. bit, right. like a little curious about something. So I started to uh, like lick his foot, okay, and suck on it a little bit. And he loved it. So, oh, like, little. everything we did during, I kind of, like, would go over that. And, I mean, like, it was, like, he was into it and I was into it. And I didn't think I was going to be into it, but I actually was really into it. <laughs> My thoughts. So, no yeah, yeah. So, I just recently, like, recently found out that like, I may have a small foot fetish. Yes. I don't did. know how far into it I'm going to get into, but, like, We're going like, to see you on, okay. like, the Tickled 2 documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About tickling. Them. But I don't know if it was my OV or what, like, maybe because he was responding mm. so well to yeah. it but I was like just like oh the other person. yeah yeah so that's hot that was um <laughs> yeah super I know Zach's gonna like give you shit for oh that my gosh. So. Well, but thanks no, I love it I love it okay so my the next question is from Riley Welsh another hi Riley, hi, Riley. oh so cute um okay so we're both single <laughs> Oh, too far? Sorry. Yeah, 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 I love that. Okay, okay. Um, do you think straight people realize the the fears that gays face? I was just in a foreign country and I had no idea. I don't think he... Uh, yeah. it, just, it just finished off with that. But um, go ahead. Uh, yeah, that's a really great question. Um, so I mentioned a little bit earlier, I've like been able to travel a lot to different countries. And it is honestly something that's really... It like as a queer person, like that's always on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I like research if there's like neighborhoods. Um, I research like what the laws are in case like something happens. And right. like, let's say like I'm in a country where being gay is illegal. Right. And, you know. So uh, to your question, like that's something I'm always present of. Um, and and I don't know if like straight people are for the same reasons. Like I think there might be fear of like being in like a different um, environment that they're not used to. Uh, but I think like if if I'm using like my my straight friends or like my straight family, like all of them are like able bodied like cis. A lot of them like white like privileged like so I don't think a lot of them are going to run into the same 
issues when yeah. it comes to like their core identity? Because um, I, I think that's a really valid question because there's been a lot of times where I've been a little scared um, yeah. while traveling. Not like I've never been in a situation where I've been like so scared. I thought like something really traumatic or uh, tragic was going to happen. But I, I don't to answer your question simply like I don't think so. I don't think straight people like yeah. have the same type of fear. Right. I don't think that they realize it at all either. And I think and I and like I think that uh, with what recently happened in Salt Lake City um, with uh, that altercation with the guy and uh, yeah. he's gay and, and that whole thing like in the video recording. I think that that those moments, albeit are horrible they're also super important because like everyone thinks like that wouldn't happen in Utah. Right. Yeah. And then, but then it's everywhere. And then HRC does an article about it. And then it's, you know, and it just like, and like the amount of people like that shared that video and caught right. that guy yeah. was a combination of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mem- allies and maybe not allies that maybe not allies then before, but our allies now. And yeah. also, you know, the gay community. Right. And so I think that that, I think like they realize it, but I think it also dissipates after a while. And then it's like pride happens and they realize it again. And then, they, and so I think that like those, these moments, like they realize it for a second, but it's not as ongoing as it would be with, uh, people of the gay community. But no, I think overall, I agree with Trent. It's not, apparent enough and Mm -hmm. it should be but it's not yeah like there's a lot of like yeah like even like in the u.s yeah i um like i'll like tell my like a like a friend i'm like yeah like conversion therapy is still happening in utah and they're like what i'm like like, girl like where do you think like why do you think we're still like protesting and like we're like lobbying the legislator like what we're not done just because yeah, we exactly. can get married. But like, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. And it's beyond just like, you know, cis gay men. It's like trans and non-binary and like all of our queer folk in the community. So I think there's so many situations we I use traveling as an example, but there's so many situations where queer, queer people really have to be cautious and they have to really think ahead about how they're going to navigate the situation. Um, it takes a lot of bravery. Um, to just boldly be yourself regardless. I think Riley, I think it was him that like wore in Chicago, like a little kimono, like on the subway, on the L Curtis, yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, so I'm just like, that takes a lot of periphery. Yeah. Or like, you know, but that I'm sure was like a very like conscious effort. And so I don't, you know, again, I'm rambling at this point. I could go on like tangents about like why queer bars still need to exist and all of this stuff, but it's because there is a lot of fear still. And there's a lot of like, oh, not in my backyard. Like that stuff doesn't happen. And then it does. Yeah. And people are like, oh. Oh, wait, still a problem. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay. So, all right. Thanks, Riley. Thanks. We should talk about that. We'll get together. Yeah. Dig in. Dig in. Okay. Maybe on a date. What? Okay. <laughs> All right. This one is from Zach again via his boyfriend, Scott Evans. Okay. Scott wants to know where you guys lost your virginities. Oh, my, okay. boy, my boyfriend's house. Oh. I was dating someone. When I, all my first were with my first boyfriend. Yeah. So the first, so the first, like, everything but sex. Right. Not but sex. sex everything but sex yeah yes. like not two t's just one <laughs> yeah um everything but sex uh <laughs> i can't think i all yeah, I know. About sex now. <laughs> uh, whoa, um was in high school just like at my house like as a kid from another choir like came over when all my family was like on vacation or gone i can't remember so that happened okay. but then when i had like anal like penetrative sex was in college my sophomore year Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was just in my room. Yeah, I bottomed. It was fun. Yeah, I was a total top until I came out. So I had a lot of shame and fear around bottoming, and then I released that when I really leaned into my sexuality. Not that that's the case for everyone. right into it. Right. But that was my story. Okay, so this one is from an old high school friend, actually. Uh, I went to high school with. He's one of my favorites. Bing. Yeah. He says, how how did you guys come up with the idea for your podcast? Okay, great question, Shane. Yes, Shane. It's also, like, what, season one? Water. Oh, F3. Oh, wait. 
It's I thought it's like it's like within the first three episodes of the first season. Oh yeah, it's totally season one. Like start <laughs> the track, do it. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Someone doesn't listen. Yeah, he's oh, just no, being supportive. But yeah, no, we it love was, you, Shane. We just we realized we thought we were so funny, <laughs> and then we were like, we should do something about it. And then we talked about live shows and like when Ellen like yeah retires, retires, she'll give us the, yeah. the reins. And we were like, why wait then? Let's just do a podcast yeah. now. Yeah. And then yeah. one day I got home and tried to bought a mic, and yeah, here we are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially building off like we're like we're really funny when we're together. <laughs> People always. <laughs> Lab. We're just two Aries dominating yeah. the room. Uh, and then, I, I mean, we talked about it too in our City Weekly article. Yeah. Uh, hey. Hi, City Weekly. Yes. Um, but we talked about like just kind of being a little bored in like our jobs, mm. like wanting some like kind of creative expression. And it just kind of culminated to be good yeah yeah i think they quoted me as like we know gay shit and i was like wow he's so smart (laughs) meanwhile i'm like doing like all this planning i'm like i know gay shit it was yeah so that's kind of started it was just fun here we are like serendipitous okay um okay tyson price (laughs) you silly boy asks do you fold or scrunch your toilet paper (laughs) um i fold it I fold it too. Yeah. And I actually have been trying to like switch over to uh, some biodegradable like wet wipes. Yeah, I love those. Yeah. Yes. So switching over to those. So fold. Thank you, yes. Tyson. All right. So this next one. <laughs> Who is it? Oh my gosh. Alyssa Louise Wright. I AKA love my I, sister. Yes. I also love her Instagram. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait. In your, your opinion, opinion I, in your opinion, yes. what's the best way to help the LGBTQ plus community, specifically in SLC? Oh my oh. gosh! Okay, where to begin? I'm gonna, I'm not gonna cry, but I am. But oh, I'm not. Uh, oops! <clears throat> I would just say, like, like keep being you. Um, <laughs> um, no, in in real talk, I don't know. Actually, I actually don't know if Alyssa listens to the podcast or not. I kind of warned. My, I was like, Mom, do not listen. Yeah, I know. And then I kind of told my sister um, the content. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, no Tito shade yeah. if you don't. But um, in all seriousness, like both of my sisters have been like, um, like gifts from wherever for me. Yeah. Um, just navigating who I am and my identity and just really like being there and showing up. So I would say uh, in, in regards of like supporting the community is just like providing a space where people feel comfortable to be themselves. And I would say my mm-hmm. sister very much does that. Um, if you're wanting to like go above and beyond that, um, if you have the resources to do that, my thing is to say, and we've talked about, uh, you know, in, in our ally episodes, um, find something that's close to you and like something that really matters. So let's say like you're like in love with kids. Like there's a lot of uh, children programs at the Pride Center, for instance, that mm-hmm. need volunteers. Yeah. If you have time to give or money to give, you can donate to them. But just finding something that connects with some of your values and donating time, money, energy, whatever it might be, just to those organizations. But I would say the most important thing is to provide that space. And I would say since you're a parent, my sister has two amazing kiddos whom yeah, I love very much. Um, is to also with your kids raise raise them in a way that uh, is loving and kind. Um, and then perhaps if they're queer themselves, like they have that same safe space, which again, you're killing it. <laughs> I love <laughs> her very much. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, we talked about it in other episodes and everything. I think the other thing is uh, kind of like kind of some, this is, a, this is mostly in silliness, but if you have questions, or you're you want to know more information i think that asking those questions and getting the answers mm-hmm. uh from you know valid sources like uh human rights campaign or glad or mm-hmm. you know talking to people you know like you know quality trying to myself we're always yeah. open yeah quality utah like getting those answers is uh super helpful because it's just like one more a person who knows the right information and can do something with it even Mm. if it comes later in life you know what i mean like i think that i think that like a lot i get a lot of questions from 
my friends who you know didn't know I was gay or know I was gay, but have want to know information. And it's right. like from it ranges from all sorts of different sectors. But me being able to give them my experiences and share those experiences without judgment or fear, yeah, I think that they and I both leave with uh with a lot more knowledge, yeah, and I think that really helps out. Yeah, and I think important part is that is making sure. The person you're asking is okay with taking on that emotional oh, labor. Oh, one hundred percent. So, like, Chris I forgot I, you mentioned something in an episode about how to approach a person about mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm, and yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I mean, just yeah. essentially just saying like, hey, I've got a pretty specific question about the queer community. Is that something I'd be able to ask you, mm-hmm. or um, would you prefer if I googled it, for instance? Yeah. So um, that's kind of just like a, a quick like caveat of of that. So. Thank you so much, Alyssa. And the fact that she's asking that, like, are you kidding me? None of my brothers would ask that. (laughs) She's perfect. Oh, my God. Uh, We're basically twins, too. Everyone calls us twins. Anyway, anyway, anyway. All right. This one, another little (laughs) chat. Oh, (laughs) y'all. Brady. I swear to God. I'm going to see your cute little face in, like, 20 days. Yay! Uh, This is from my best friend, Brady. As you heard in the BFF episode, um, it says, why don't you do another BFFs episode? It was all caps. So funny. Six exclamation points. Okay. First of all, calm down. (laughs) Yeah. I'll do one where we call you and I can read you to film this time. (laughs) Oh my God. Still still recovering. Still dying over that. Oh my gosh. Brady and I are going to start a spinoff where he and I just tell him. No, just kidding. Um, Yeah. Let's do it for our live show. Come out to Salt Lake and we'll do it, Brady. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh, that one didn't call down. That one hurt a little bit. I know. Oh. He's, he's probably going to text me right as he listens <laughs> yeah. to me. be like, I'm the worst. You're not the worst. I just love throwing tea. But if you do out. end up come visiting, tell me so I can finally meet you in person. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm totally down for that. Come Same. on, Lallan. Lallan oh. and Bray. She's incredible. Oh, is, wait, oh. did we take them on tour with us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. It'd be fun. Yeah. They're like, uh, Phoebe has uh, May. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lallan and, and Bray. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Weird. Also, quick plug for Brady. He has a Instagram art account slash Etsy account. Yeah. Go check it out. Brady Art Shop. I if, love that. Yeah, search that. Okay. I should find the handle, but I love it. He does cityscapes. It's really beautiful. Okay, great. Can't wait to get more from him. Okay. <clears throat> the last question we have. Drum roll. So sad. So this is from Jeffrey D. Tomlinson. Hi, Jeffrey. He says, a co-worker said guys who are promiscuous just have low self-esteem. Thoughts? Um, okay, first of all, missed opportunity. You should have said T-H-O-T-S. Thoughts? <laughs> like, I'm a thought. Okay. So, it's... Okay. Potentially some do. I would... Sure, yeah. I would push back on that said co-worker and say, what shame are you applying to sex? Because yeah. I think oftentimes people judge people for having a lot of sex and calling them things like promiscuous because they have and feel some sort of way about sex. Right. And it has nothing to do with that person who is having sex. Sure, some people might be having sex because they have daddy issues or whatever. Good on them. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Work that pussy, girl. Like, do what you need to do in the <laughs> moment and just feel your oats. But also, like, I don't love... When people come up in the gig and start telling people they're like hoes or whores or whatever because they're having a lot of sex. Sex is really cool. It can be fun. Like if that's like in your DNA, some people are more sexual than others. If that's in your DNA, like live that, like do it, like have a consensual, like sexual experience with people and just do it. And yeah, I just I just get bothered. Yeah. Oh, I get hot and bothered. Not in a good way. When people start coming for people for being too slutty or sexy or being a hoe or oh you just came out and you're gonna go through this slutty phase i'm like (laughs) it's not a slutty phase i hate when people say it call it that especially with the gay community and when people finally come out and or they Mm -hmm, or they mm want to explore a side of themselves i mean like it's just like it's it's that same kind of on the same vein of what patrick's talking about with dating apps like when you download grinder and you suddenly think you're like i'm such a hoax i have grinder and you're just like it's that's again like it's just that's not what that is just release the shame with it right and and it's and i think that like and if someone does if that's what you if like 
And that, and then it, like, if it creeps into your thing and you like having sex and someone is saying that you're promiscuous, so you have low mm-hmm. self-esteem, like, clap back. Like, that is not the language and terminology, especially when another person of the queer community is calling you that. Right. And I think that therein lies a problem. I've done, I just, after all the stuff that I've experienced and seen and, you know, like, talking to adult film stars and like you know like just you know asking them like they're like i'm not you you know it's just like talking to people about it there's not a shame behind it and there should not be and eliminating that is one of like is such an important thing for us to work on but yeah to, to what trent said about what exactly is the underlying problem with them and not you or the person they're talking about i think getting to the root of that is a lot more important but yeah. i i still i think it's i think that especially with every to being, to being the year that it is and yeah people are really right. figuring themselves out and and realizing that it's okay right to be different i think that we have to eliminate the shame behind sex as well right. yeah i think yeah yeah, that language is very shame-driven. Yeah. And I will say, like I said, sometimes it is a thing. Like, I think sometimes, like, people with, like, if you're experiencing low self-esteem, like, again, speaking to the Instagram stuff, yeah. like, you're going to seek, like, external validation. However, I think it's more than okay to have a lot of sex, have no sex, have sex with just a partner, wait until you're married to have sex, never have, like, it doesn't matter as long as it's, like, internally for you and like to find pleasure with somebody else yeah bodies are beautiful sex is gorgeous if you want it to be like eliminate the shame yeah enough any friend that any friend that i talked to that was uh was questioning their sexuality or orientation or or wanted to explore more about themselves Uh, every single person i spoke to about this i was like i love you i support this get out there download the apps be safe and go and explore this this and answer these questions um i also because i think that there is a there's a big thing with people who keep it all in mm-hmm. and then they do things in a very unsafe and unhealthy way right and they're in like that's where those right. scares come in and that's where that like where it that fear of sex and the shame of sex grows is when people don't are not open and safe about it in the first place because I think they have to hide it. Right. And I, and I've been a victim of that Me too. And like, so, and I, and I come out of it and I know that it's hard and scary, but like finding people to talk to and establishing that, like, I'm super grateful that I have Trent and our friends in our, in my life to talk about it. And it's funny and it's, you know, not always serious, but even just to have a casual conversation about sex without it having an underlying or ulterior motive right. really helps with that uh, right. process. And like somebody asked, like, why do we want to do this podcast? Like, we want to talk about things like sex and like queer issues and things that are really awesome to talk about. But mm-hmm. there's a little bit of shame. Yeah. But that's a great question. And we actually missed one. We I did? Want, yes. <gasps> oh, no. And I want to make sure that we get into it because this is like another OG fan, Mr. John Bottoma. <laughs> Hi, John. Oh, don't you dare think I would miss that. I saw you. I always see you. Okay. This is also a really good one. And I think it's a good like like internal validation finding that. Uh, where would you suggest someone start for a therapist who's LGBTQ plus friendly? Um, that's a great question. So I'd say Ooh, a, like yeah. option one, because this is what I always do. If I'm finding a dentist, like uh, <laughs> like a therapist, a doctor, like a shoe cleaner. I'm like, queer <laughs> shoe cleaner. cleaners. Yes. Salt Lake City. Right. You can start with a Google search. And like uh, Utah has like a... a the Q magazine and so they have like the Q pages or whatever yeah um sometimes like pride centers will have that sometimes there's like queer chamber of commerce yeah yeah, yeah. so you can kind of do some googling another great option i'd say number two would be talk to your queer friends who have therapists yep so i am like if you're in salt lake you need some therapists who are lgbtq plus themselves or friendly I've got like three to five that I could suggest Same with doctors because um, th- those things are, I think, the, in my opinion, like kind of the two most important. A dentist, you're not really talking that much. Right. But like but therapy. A doctor and therapy. And yeah. When a doctor's like going up to your woo-ha. Like, yeah. I want him or her them to be very like 
respectful of my experiences. Yeah. Those are kind of two tips I would have. I like that. And I I don't have a therapist. Um, I definitely am beginning to think that it might be a good thing to do for my overall mental health. But uh, yeah, like I think I think that what I remember when Trent had switched jobs and he posted on Facebook about uh, friendly therapists in the area to fit with his health care and everything. Yeah. And, you know, with his new job and and I've and like people were commenting and throwing stuff yeah. out there. And I think that, yeah, I think that that same along the same vein of like just like reaching out to people within the community is always good and doing your own research, too. And then also just testing them out yeah. and figuring out which one works process. for you. Yeah. And they know that already. Mm-hmm. And you know that. So it's not like it's you are you do have to like test the waters out and figure out what's right for you i mean and to be honest like there's a lot of patience required um my current therapist whom i love like so much super badass lesbian used to be like a quality utah director um or not a quality utah uh utah aids foundation director uh super awesome it actually you know i've been going for about four months and I think like within the last month is when we really started like digging in mm-hmm. and I like some of my walls were really starting to fall down. So it takes a little bit, but you have to make sure like that type of therapist is going to be good. There's a lot of different therapy modalities ranging from like cognitive to EDMR to, I mean, there's so many ways that folks can practice therapy. So yeah. just finding also what's going to match what your goals are. I think that's an important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting, that's like, good, yeah. What, am I, what are you hoping to get out of therapy? Um, like, general mental health is a great reason. Like, it doesn't have to be super specific. But if you have something really, like, niche you're wanting to work on, like, a while ago, I, you know, I, like, had some, like, familial relationships going on, some religious trauma, and wanted a layer of, like... LGBTQ plus friendly, I was like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit, but I was able to find someone amazing and was with her for like a year plus. Mm-hmm. So it was really awesome. And that was through a recommendation from a friend. So, so yeah, use social media. Yeah. Google, I would say use social media on girl. Talk to people about yeah. it. And John, if you're looking for one, just text me. <laughs> me. Put us in the GM. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, was that all the questions? Yeah. Uh, uh, so then I guess that means that it'll be our season finale plug. Yeah. <gasps> One last plug before yes. we go, go. <laughs> okay. Well, we went a little over our normal, like, 30 to, like, 40-minute budget. But it was but season finale. So yeah, get over it. Yeah. Get up. Use part one, part two. We skipped a few weeks, okay? Yeah. So we are potentially going to do some little boner bonus episodes. Boner bonus A little quickies. Yeah. Who knows? Mm -hmm. We might throw some stuff away, but we'll tentatively. We don't like to do firm agreements anymore. We don't like to do firm schedules, (laughs) all right? We might probably, potentially, what other modifiers can we use? We'll be back June-ish. Yes. Just in time for our gay asses to scream high pitch for... Gay pride. Yeah. I was like, where am I going? Where am I going? Where are we going? I love that. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll maybe drop some con your way. Content. Yes. Yeah. Drop some con. <laughs> like drop some cow. I do not like that term. Drop some con. Yeah, not my favorite. Okay, yeah, that's okay. No, don't put that into t-shirt. Okay, fine. I know everyone's going to. Okay. Don't put me down for con. Yeah, so kind of check us out on uh, the social media. Social needs. We'll be up in there probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll have some new episode yeah season four though i know season four we're we, four we fiance album <gasps> you know we're gonna make do photo we're doing, I know, we know. we're doing a tribute sorry oh okay wow <laughs> this is this is a little behind the scenes of what it's like to play with us <laughs> You should have seen us about a potential party coming up. What? Yeah, we literally... Oh, oh my I'll gosh. Plant that seat. We'll just screenshot our text messages yeah. to each other. Okay. No, that's, <laughs> that's a mess. This is for now. All right, but before we go... Yes. I'm just dragging it out, but... No, it's okay. Let's do a quick little P-L-U-G plug. I oh, love the spelling. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see here. So, so my plug, and I think that it's been... 
like such a great season and everything. But honestly, my like plug, I think that what it's I my, my podcast take- <laughs> is the, well the podcast. But I think like my takeaway from this season that I really resonate with is sexual freedom. Ooh. I think that I just I, I don't know what it is exactly. I think it's having yes. someone like Ooh. Trent around to talk about it with yes. both on the podcast and off, but also the interview with Curtis and just Work. like you know my my life this last year because it's been a year since I moved down here. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We hit our happy cute anniversary. One year. We on did. The podcast in February. Seriously, too. it's crazy. Like yeah. to think about. It. So yeah. I think after all that, I think I realized that like there is a there is a smart and safe and very fun way to explore all parts of yourself. Yeah. Uh, sexually, and mm-hmm. I think and I encourage people to do that and if you need someone to like give you validation and to cheer you on i am here for you and that is my plug also this podcast (laughs) it's just yes absolutely um okay my plug okay okay (laughs) i'm really excited about it i don't feel like i love like you were really leaning into i agree like the sexual freedom Mm -hmm. like buying sex toys feeling your own yes 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 um and I'm here for it. I felt like I didn't get to talk about drag as much as I wanted. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. But my, oh, plug, yeah. my plug is to like do drag. Yes. Or at least try it. <laughs> so um, my two friends, Alexa and Eva, aka our momager manager, yes. Eva. Um, Eva and Alexa have like 100% like been dance momming me into like doing <laughs> drag. <laughs> Which I'm here for. Because I, I like, love also- it. Here for it. So on Sunday we went to Ulta and we did like a little a little haul of the makeup <laughs> aisles and about a lot of product and just went over to Alexa's and we just kind of beat the face. Well, I only did eyes because I was like I want to start on my eyes, get really good, then move because uh, I'm not shaving my beard for anything. Yeah. Um, unless it's true. Until yeah, I was gonna say or, like, unless uh, it's 15, performance. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It was like I was like. Wanting to do it for so long, and I've done it a few times. Yeah. Uh, but other people have done my makeup, so I was like, I want to do it myself. Like all those hours on Instagram, watching those videos, like it's gonna pay off. And TBH, I was like really proud. Like first time <laughs> ever doing my makeup, I was yes. like, oh, live. I had a few friends who were like, you do better makeup than me, and I've been doing it yeah. for like 20 years. I, I loved like, your Insta I was story. Like, oh, the little sunset moment, yes. or like the purple haze. <clears throat> Which one? I was a huge fan. Yeah, so it was fun. And maybe it's not drag for you. Maybe it's like, oh, I've really been wanting to write poetry. Yeah. Just start writing. Mm -hmm. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Maybe it's you've been wanting to buy a sex toy. I still haven't got one yet. Find your pee spot, your prostate, and war will be eliminated. Yeah. I want a t-shirt that says that. Find the pee spot and war. Ooh, and having sex while you get high. Oh, I love that. Also fun. Sorry. Yeah, really relaxing. Yeah, yeah. High on life, of yeah. course. <laughs> you don't promote drugs. Yeah, yeah, it's high on As I'm secretly nodding. Okay. <laughs> Our cue ask Queerios. That's season three. Thank you so much, everyone that listened and has been who's approached us in our walks of life. It's it's seriously, I know, it's seriously, it's like, it's, I I always laugh hysterically and giggle because I just think it's ridiculous, but I really, bottom of my heart, I really appreciate it. Same, it's so much fun. Um, Yeah. Can't wait for season four and what we have in store. We're gonna do, yeah. Watch out, Beyonce. (laughs) Just kidding, I'm just kidding. Please don't come for me, the beehive. I am part of you. Okay. Wait, okay. That got intense. I got too fast. All right. I'm not challenging Beyonce. Yeah. What was I thinking? We better go before. Yeah. All right. Bye. (laughs) That was that was the moment. When you challenged Beyonce. (laughs) I've never done that. She's coming for you. That was like saying Beetlejuice three times. She just like walked around the corner in her single ladies outfit. I was like, okay. She's like, you want to do this? She's in black and white. I was like, all right. I'll do dance for you, video. Ready? (laughs) Who's my sexy man?